All right. Are we prepared? I'm prepared. <gasps> let's go. Let's let's lights out and away we go. Welcome to the first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this is the first podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> Doing so well. Mind. Okay, let, you know what? Let's let's start off with let's start off with a quiz. You want to start a off quiz? with a quiz? I was not quiz. Let's do this. You did not tell me that there was a quiz was. to be involved. I was. Okay. Which team launched their 2021 car first? Oh. <laughs> Aston Martin, Red Bull, Williams, or McLaren? I think it was Aston, but it could have been Williams. Oh. I'm going to say Aston because it was like their first year, right? No. Yeah, let's go. Oh, fuck, it was McLaren. Mm-hmm. Wow, starting this off real strong. Mercedes <laughs> was the W12. Red Bull was the RB16. What three-digit designation did Alfa Romeo give to their 2021 car? It's it's not like the AR. It's like the um, they didn't go AR. They did something weird. It was like this, like the B or something. <laughs> Wasn't it? Was it Alfa Romeo that? called it the like the labeled it wrong like they were doing oh no that was this year that was 21 instead of 22 I have no idea these are questions that like, I didn't watch the launches and stuff last year like I only got it into was F1. like WB12 like three or something okay it was the C41 close enough <laughs> okay so off real strong you know what where, okay, okay, you should get this. Which driver was gifted a T-shirt with a person's six-pack on the front? Muscles, not beer, I should specify. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in the, the Chris Kringle. The most recent one. It's someone, yeah, it's someone that is often shirtless. Oh, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has to be George. George is never wearing a shirt. It, yeah, and we saw way too much of him in DTS. Um, okay. All right, let's have a look. In Bahrain, Lewis Hamilton managed to win the opening race of the season for the first time since when? I'm going to guess, like, 2018. It's not an option. <laughs> what do you mean 14, it's not an option? 15, 16, or 17. 17. Because surely 16 would have been Nico or Brittany. Um, yeah. I'll go 17. It was 15. Wow. Weird. He doesn't have a good <laughs> What sort of F1 fans there. are we? Like... We're really bad. Which driver finished higher on their F1 debut? Mick Schumacher or Michael Schumacher? Michael. I think it was Michael. It was Mick. Oh, Michael DNF'd in his debut. <laughs> oh, wow. that would be wrong. Um, who led the championship standings after Imola hosted the second GP of the season? It was Max, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't he win both in it? Lando, I remember Lando coming third. I feel like Hamilton won and Verstappen was 
No, Hamilton didn't win. Okay, no, so Lewis won the first race. Lewis won the first race of the season in Bahrain. Was Imola second or third? Second. Well, I'm going to go Max. It was Lewis. Oh, yeah. my God, because of fastest lap. Fuck me. Okay. Um, at Imola, which driver took Alpine's first ever point in F1? Esty or Fernando? I want to say Fernando. But that's only because I love him. <laughs> it was Esty. What a king. Yeah. Esty is underrated. I feel like people okay. don't give him like the credit he deserves. I feel like we've warmed up enough now. We can do this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, insert the theme song now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fucking have one. <laughs> Um, insert us um, attempting to sing the Formula One theme song. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to introduce yourself? Because these people have no idea who we are. They've just been listening to us yeah. talk. Yeah, they have no idea who they are. They have no idea what sort of like train wreck that they're Who they are. <laughs> yeah, look, guys. You can keep listening, but... Be careful. Look, we love the pit stop boys, and um, they made us feel like it's okay not to know everything and to be absolute idiots. So, sorry when you said the pit stop boys, I thought you meant the the band. Oh no, 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 as in like podcast boys. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just my first thing that came to mind was Supermax. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they've got a new banger. Let's go, there, new Lando boys. song. Yeah, so he's racing like a lion. Shouldn't he be Dutch? I think he is half Dutch. Okay, that's getting off track. <laughs> Just like um, Charles, so- Charles will be in Bahrain tonight. <laughs> <laughs> On the scale of Sorry, one to was- ten. <laughs> Did you know it's been ten years since the It's Just an Incident incident? incident? And they're both on the front row. How fucking exciting. And they're both on the front row. And the last time but this, but people, on the front row, they... we, this was supposed to come before But the last time Charles was in, on pole in Bahrain, they both were out in the first corner, I think, as well. But I don't think they took each other out. I think someone else took them out. I saw it today and was like, whoa. Um, yeah, so they both DNF'd in Bahrain in 2019. Yeah, sick. Actually, sick, don't sick. trust me about <laughs> so It could be a legitimate fact or it could correct? be bullshit. If someone could Ooh, uh, just clarify we, that in the comments for us, that'd be great. We're just here speaking facts. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, no, Max finished fourth, um, so obviously. <laughs> Hold on, where is Charles? Oh, and Charles finished third? What? Yeah, he's, <laughs> they both DNF. Oh. Mine was on the fucking podium. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, let's get back to this introduction before we get way off track. Um, so I'm actually... Yes. Like Charles tonight. 
27 years old from Melbourne. Nice to meet you. Thank you. And um, I recently got into F1 probably just over 12 months ago. I was, my ex was a bit of a fan. Um, and he was like, you have to watch a race with me. I was like, we're watching one race. I was like, I'm watching practices to like the race that I'm done. I'm never watching a single race again. And he was like, oh, no, we can just watch a qualifying race. I'm like, no, we're doing the whole weekend. And I'm never doing it again. <laughs> and he was like, okay, so we did it. And then I was the one that was addicted. And I was the one that was like, what are we doing this weekend? The race is on. We can't go out. We have to. <laughs> and yeah, it's just. Yeah, you went hard. Um, yeah, I went hard. And I also had, um, I had quite a few months off last year. So <laughs> in my time off, I just watched races and watched previous races and like, binge dts like over and over <laughs> but yeah q oh, dts, DTS how disappointing but that's you know what just, i don't know if i can do this podcast anymore you know what i got into into f1 because i was like i love the drama like i'm down for like it was just so dramatic <laughs> all the time and it's like if it, it's not like DTS setting up drama or like media setting up drama, it's literally like drivers shit staring at each other. And I was like, I can, I'm here for this. Like, who needs Real Housewives? Oh, like, we can. I okay, maybe I should introduce myself before people are like, oh, she she's one of those gatekeepers. I'm Emma. <laughs> I'm a DTS fan. I'm the gatekeeper. Yeah. I. <laughs> I um, watched DTS last year. My sister started getting into F1 and I am now, well, I was a Max Verstappen fan living in a family full of Lewis Hamilton fans. Um, Abu Dhabi was yeah, really difficult. Really rough. <laughs> really rough. Yeah. We're not actually allowed to talk about, uh, about F1 in my house because uh, it always ends in an argument. Um, but yeah, DTS. I love it. Season four, low-key disappointing. Season one to three, brilliant, perfect. Would rewatch any day of the week. Yeah. And I think we'll touch a bit on that more later, like going into DTS um, and the changes that's happened over the seasons. Yes. So, all right. right. The real question that everyone wants to know is uh, Jiva Teams, who is, who's your favourite? Okay, so I'm wearing a Jenna Ricardo shirt right now. Um, We're matching, by the way. Like, we are, wasn't we are planned. Same shirt was, <laughs> was not planned. Not planned. Um, Danny is my number one driver. Uh, but McLaren is not my team. I am an Aston Martin girl. There is just something about that racing green that gets me excited. <laughs> to be honest. What about I'm you, Ash? I'm finding it harder and harder to be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a McLaren fan and I'm this and I'm that. Because each week I'm like, oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. But uh, Hamilton, you pissed me off last week. So I'm not a fan of you this week. So I'm going to go Max. Like, I feel like I'm turning more into a neutral, sort of unbiased like fan and enjoying the whole You're grid. Like instead of just being like, yeah. 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 But I mean, You're McLaren is my... Of S1. McLaren is my team and I do I do enjoy I like the younger generation I think they're really exciting and they've got more to risk and put on the line 
So are you a Lando stan that was really upset when he got your girlfriend? God, no. I was fucking happy for the dude. He's like a little brother. I just want him to do well, you know? It's like I could not. He's also way too young for me. How old is Lando? I have no fucking idea. Like 22, Let's have a little sus. He's 22. Yeah. Yeah. I'm only three years older than him, but it still feels a little weird. Yeah. And I think with the whole... (laughs) The whole culture around that is kind of a bit weird. Like, it's a bit of an invasion of privacy. Like, the dude's young. Let him have a life. He's going to have girlfriends and break up. yeah. Do things a young kid does. (laughs) When it came out... (laughs) When it came out, I did a, um, oh my God, let me talk. (laughs) When it came out, I did a TikTok and it was literally just a post of um, like butthurt messages from Twitter. And there were some people that were actually really distressed and physically let down by Lando because he got a girlfriend. And I was like, babe, he doesn't even know you exist. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's really strange. And it's like I feel bad for him because like he's definitely a future world champion and he has you know, he's gonna when he gets a world championship car, like he'll be at the front fighting hard. And I think he proved that last year. But um I think that it's kind of yeah, a lot of people, the gatekeepers and the stigma have like made Lando fans out to be a lot crazier than some of them are but then there is also definitely a few younger people that don't quite understand boundaries yeah and I think they're extreme fans all over um and I think it's just because Lando is young and is one of the youngest on the grid um that they have presented themselves in that way but hopefully when these fans get older they'll learn more about respect and um and do better. <laughs> just simple. Just do better, guys. Just do better. Just, just don't invade anyone's privacy. <laughs> we say it like it's hard, and it's really not. Like we need to get Connie on here because she is. She's all. I love the fact that she speaks out about it because not many other people do. Yes. No. She is brilliant. I love her. There are so many amazing. F1 female content creators on TikTok that don't get a lot of praise and she is one of them. Hey, it's 2022. Yeah, Where new changes. We, we've new had cars. testing. We, yeah, we want F1 are going carbon neutral or trying to go carbon neutral, um, which means going with a more efficient fuel, which is obviously throwing, is going to throw off a lot of teams, I think. Um, and then there's all these new regulations, which <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Andrea and Nui because <laughs> I wouldn't want to go through them. It's really interesting to see like all the new, I mean, we're a bit late to the party, so we're just going to skim over it quickly. I'm sure everyone's heard it a million times. Testing, Barcelona was first, right? Yeah. Barcelona, McLaren yeah. was strong looked really strong looked really good and it was really interesting to see liveries and new designs and how everyone interpreted them 
deliveries go right I (laughs) write them okay um well I love the Russian flag that was (laughs) the heart (laughs) and it's no longer (laughs) um I really do like the blue on the McLaren um we were hinted at a golf livery disappointed it didn't happen um but that's fine I do like it um hopefully they'll maybe bring it back to Monaco again that would be sick um I can't go past the Aston that green but also the Red Bull I mean I know it's the same car that they've had the same livery they've had for ages adding Oracle but um it's a classic just something nice is what you it is a classic it's a classic. Yeah. As for the silver arrows, I don't know. I liked the Mercedes in the launch, but seeing it on the track, I don't think I'm as big as a fan of it as I thought I was. Yeah, I um, like, I agree. I saw it in the launch and I was like, beautiful, stunning. And then I see it on track and I'm like, is it 2009? Yeah. Um, I do like that Ferrari have gone with a darker red um it I think it's a more appealing color than that bright red that they usually wear and I'm glad that they no longer have those bright red pants anymore because they look crazy (laughs) um who I missed oh I love Alf Tari's um front wing I love the, the whole design of it it looks awesome um, who else is there? I reckon that Alfa Romeo should have um, run the camo livery the whole year because that was sick. Yeah, um, I really liked it. I really liked that camo livery and I really liked the merch for it. I nearly bought it. I like sat there and sussed it. I was like, hmm. But yeah, I don't know if I'm a big honestly, enough fan, especially if they got rid of honestly, uh, Kimmy. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I think that Haas should have brought back the um, rich energy livery. <laughs> just maybe not the sponsorship. <laughs> like, I feel like they're just cursed at this point. Like, what? how many years have you had struggles with sponsors? And, like, I mean, it's definitely, this year's definitely not their fault, but also. Like, when does Jane Haas, like, turn around and say, sorry, Gunther? you're out and bring in Cyril please you want Cyril at us I want Cyril back in F1 full stop when Otmar announced well when Otmar said that he wasn't leaving Aston and then was leaving Aston um I was really hoping they would bring in Cyril and not I can't even say his name (laughs) my crack I was hoping for Cyril, but that's fine. Um, moving on, what are your thoughts on the liveries? You know, I really like the McLaren livery. I really like the blue and the orange, and I think it's going to look really great at night tracks. I really do. Everyone's throwing a bit of shade at it, but I don't. Not really sure why. Um, silver arrows, I think, is nice off track. On track, I'm like. We could do better. Bring it into the twenty okay. first century. Why are we replaying our vintage? You know, I think it would have been a cool one off, yeah. <clears throat> one off livery. But I don't know if I like it for the full season. 
Um, I definitely like the hats now that it's got no blue. I really do like it. <laughs> Just cleaner, better. Um, I think it looks nice. Like they had to keep the blue for one and one um, for that yeah. sponsorship, but I think it looks really nice. I also am quite a big fan of the Alpine and Williams. Alpine and Williams. Racing I point, feel like you it... mean? <laughs> I mean, about racing I love yeah? me some pink. So I mean, I'm I'm really disappointed that they're going to the normal livery for Melbourne. I wish that they were having the pink livery for Melbourne. I would fucking love that. But I just yeah. can't get over their out their their racing suits because they look like Power Rangers. Like, so going back to last year, Aston's was so nice because they had that little bit of pink and it wasn't overpowering. But, like, BWT followed Otmar to Alpine, Alpine, and um, they're like, we have to throw pink in everyone's faces. (laughs) I think it kind of reminds me of, like, a candy wrapper or, like, a... It just re- it's real typical branding. Like, I don't think it's as unique as, like, some of the other, like, liveries we've got going on. No, there's there's no subtlety. It's just in your face, which also can work. On the note of liveries, I really, really like the number one on Max's car. Anyone that says that it's an ego trip, like, the door's that way. I'm sorry, but... Doesn't it look good? I really does. I'm so happy that, and he said straight up that he was going to go with the number one, which is why it surprised me with Red Bull, why his merch is so far behind because they've had to rebrand from the 33. Um, But I really like the look of the number one on the car. I think it looks great. And I mean, why didn't Lewis use it? Like, did he just not think that... He, he came out last I'd year in, an in the Sebastian Vettel's footsteps. I think he came out in mm. an interview last year and like kind of threw shade at it, saying that it was a bit egotistical. Which I mean, I can see that, but also, how many chances in your life are you going to get to do that? Like Max doesn't know if he's ever going to be world well, champion. Seven, again. apparently. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for Max, um, yeah. I'm optimistic Max is going to get another few championships. Um, oh, I think it's but, gonna be. I think it's gonna be tough, especially but, with like George, Lando, Charles. Well, Mister Saturday, we'll see how he goes in the season. Um, he's driven a Merc before, so at least he kind of knows what to expect. But um, I think these new regulations are just gonna throw everyone, and the midfield's gonna get a lot tighter and. Hopefully it gets a little bit tighter at the top as well. So there's so many different regulations that have come in. And maybe Do we, we want to talk about that a bit? Do we want to pretend like we know what's going on? Yeah. All right, bring it. Let's, let's pretend like we know what's going on. All right, so they're grounding um, cars. I, so, yeah. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no, I just know the thing. <laughs> Hey, I did research enough to know that they're grounding cars. Like, be impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... You know what? I don't like the new tyre size. I think the 18s look humongous. And, I mean, do I really trust Pirelli? Not really. Um, But 
Well, like several of the teams have already reported. Baku does have me scarred. Um, <laughs> but um, just a few of the teams have already reported that they can't practice their pit stops too much because the tyres are so heavy and they're getting so yeah. fatigued. They're 10 kilos heavier. Like, that is insane. That is a lot, especially when you're pulling it on and off. Like that, yeah. I'm glad I'm not in their position because I can't even lift, lift 10 kilos as it is, let alone an extra 10 kilos. I really, really hope that um, uh, the Melbourne GP, that they've got like the practice pit stops because we're doing it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do that. I think it'll be funny. Um, and I know that they've changed oh. tie attempts, right, from like 100 degrees down to 70 for warming them up like oh. in the and I have wow. another note. oh entire rules change so it doesn't matter what you call yes. on anymore which I think is so fucking exciting we're gonna have some really cool strategies come out I think I think I remember when I first started getting into F1 and my sister was explaining it to me and she was telling me that your strategies with your pit stops can make or break your race. I was super excited because I was like, wow, that's, that's something I never even thought of before. Um, and when I started watching it, I was like, oh, that's so cool. But now not setting on a certain race. I think if you go out in Q3, you have to start in on the tyre that you were on, yeah? Is it just in this year? Q1? Yeah. I don't or think anyone all... has to anymore. That's good. Let me just that's good. Let me just let me just Google that for you. <laughs> Someone put thinking music in here. Your thinking music is not going for any longer. Yeah, never thought I'll just cut all this. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for this to be heavily edited. I don't think it's going to be that heavily edited. To be wow. <laughs> Have some faith. Yeah, so FIA confirmed that no longer required top 10 drivers to start on their fastest Q2 tyre anymore. So top 10, yep. So outside the top 10, they have to go through on their qualifying tyre? I don't think they ever had to. Oh, oh okay. I think the bottom I'm 10... Concerned. I think the bottom 10 ah. always had choice. Wow, maybe okay. that's why we're, just, we're, we're rolling with that. We're just rolling with that. It's fun. Black attire. Um, <laughs> we also have uh, two. No, we have one new president, but we have two race directors this year. What are your thoughts? Yes. Yeah. yeah, to be honest, I'm gonna, I'm, first of all, Michael Massey is Australian, if no one knew that. So I'm gonna stick with my brother. <sighs> Um, I don't think he deserved to be fired. I think that what I think there was oh, a lot of pressure. Wasn't. He's still working out for the FIA. It's not okay, in well, the race director to be replaced. <laughs> yeah, I, I just 
just it's so it's so hard because yes it shouldn't that's what shouldn't have happened but he had so many external pressures like the stakeholders didn't want it to end on a red flag on a um on a safety car they wanted it to end on a green flag so he had that pressure and then I don't know why the team bosses were allowed to talk to him during the race because that is so stupid because if Christian yeah. Horner was yelling at me and Toto Wolf was yelling in my other ear of course I'd be influenced by what they were saying because I'm stressed and I'm trying to figure out what to do yeah and also like they're intimidating guys like I'm sure they're lovely but they are intimidating guys like that's <laughs> I would not want to be on the receiving end of <laughs> Michael no <laughs> like I couldn't they, I couldn't deal oh with that god but like imagine if it had ended on a safety car could you imagine the uproar that they would have been as well yeah, that's it. If everyone would have been like, oh, well, that just played into Lewis's hands. Like, everyone would have cracked it. I would have been really upset if it, like, ended on a safety car, for sure. For sure. No one wants that. what should have been done, what should have been done was they should have red flagged the session as soon as Latifi hit the wall. And then they could have had five laps on fresh tyres and it could have been a real shootout. Yeah, and I mean, the stakes are on. It's the last race of the season like they're going to throw the move that they weren't willing to throw in the rest of the season because there was so much at stake I mean I say that but 100%. also like Monza Silverstone but <laughs> and I feel like there's so much talk about the last race the last lap in Abu Dhabi but there's not a lot about the start of the race where Lewis overtook Max off the track and yeah. was not told and then, to get the position back because apparently Max had made up some of the advantage, which made zero sense to me. I think, yeah, I think a lot of it was just, I think there was just a lot of pressure on a lot of people. Like no one expected them to be level one points in the last race and no one expected them to be one and two. I mean, you kind of expect it, no. but at the same time, like after su- no one could have predicted that dramatic season, like no one. No, and um, I completely agree with people when they say that Lewis deserved the Abu Dhabi win, but Max deserved the championships. You you can't take away most laps led, most wins, and most poles for the whole season. One hundred percent. That's what he did. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. I think also like there were like Max had a bit of bad luck. Was it Baku that his tire blew up? Yeah. Yeah, he had a puncture. Yeah, like he was. He was killing that race, and like there was a few other like times. Like Silverstone was not great. I'm gonna be the first person to say that, but neither was Monza, and like they're both at fault for both, in my opinion. Um, but what can you do? I just hope that the like I just hope the fight is as close as it was last year. And I know my heart probably can't take it and my stress levels probably can't take it. But I am just I'm keen for another exciting year. I am, but at the same time I'm not. <laughs> um I'm actually really glad that Jedi is the second race of the season so we can get it over and done with because like they brought in these new regulations about how the white line is track limits now so you can no longer go over it um 
without getting your flat time deleted. Um, but cheddar, the white it's white lime then wool. So Jenna we was hoping that was an amazing qualifying lap by Max last year, right? Where he tapped the wall. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Would have been yeah. incredible. I um, don't think I could watch that yeah. in real like I there are a lot of tracks that I'm like, I'd kill to go there, but Jenna is one of the ones where I'm like, I would be like this the whole time. And anyone listening on audio, I, I just yeah. put my hand over my eyes the whole time. I yeah, it's just watching it on tv was hard enough and watching qualifying and watching max hit the wall and qualifying but i'd love to how many dnfs did we get in jetta last year i'm so worried about the first corner second round this year actually i'm worried about the first corners every round this year <laughs> i was about to say first corners are like the most you know what actually the first three corners i'm i don't breathe at all <sighs> they Uh-oh. they make me so stressed but um, it actually surprised me that DTS season four didn't have more on Jetta. Yeah, let's go into that, I reckon. I think DTS mm. for the first three seasons was great because it was behind the scenes. It was the shit you don't get to see on race day. It's the shit you don't get to see in interviews. It was really informative and like kind of a personal look at the driver's lives in a respectful way and it's kind of getting to know them better to understand them better as competitors whereas I think that the last season was literally just a season recap and and I understand why Max didn't want to be involved in all that sort of stuff but I feel like they could have gone more in depth maybe with like McLaren and Ferrari whereas they Hold just on, where was my Aston like, Martin episode well yeah where was our Kimmy Kimmy and Antonio episode Alpha got nothing where- I was actually super disappointed. There are 10 episodes. There should be an episode per team. 100%. Um, I'm really curious even, to know, though, what are the limits the teams place on Netflix, though? I feel like some teams would be more uh, restricting compared to others. Um, obviously, McLaren... They're tell-all. They've got nothing to hide. Um, But I would think teams like Mercedes and Red Bull probably would want to restrict Netflix movements. Um, Yeah, but they still have quite a bit. Like, yeah, the fact they had nothing on Alfa Romeo shocked me or Aston shocked me, especially because they were, like, you know, such big parts of last year, even though it wasn't part of the drama of, Max and Lewis. It was Aston's first season after after changing from Force India to Racing Point, then rebranding to Aston Martin. Um, Smartest move they've ever done. Yes, and a pioneer of F1 history coming back in um, is just, I'm really surprised that they didn't touch on it. When they've done full episodes on Lance previously, um, when he was with Racing Point and he had the pink Mercedes. but I think um, it really lacked consistency as well this year. Um, there was so much on Monza and the incident that happened at Monza. Um, but so Silverstone still makes me mad. Um, I agree that they were both racing hard, but 
there seems to be no empathy in regards to what happened um, and who what someone said that maybe that would teach Max a lesson having a 51G crash. No one deserves to crash. Like we don't watch for crashes. We don't watch for like, look, crashes make things exciting because, you know, then it puts the ball in anyone's hand. But at the same time, like it's dangerous. Like you don't understand how um, like the line they walk between life and death every single time they get in that car. And like we've come so far with Halo technology and other and not refueling during races and things like that to keep the driver safe. And unfortunately, we still have deaths like Antoine. Um, but it, it is better than it was. But Jesus, anyone could be killed in any one of these races. And it's the last thing we want to see. But, I mean, that's what happens when you're racing at such high speeds. It's just scary. Um, but I don't think hard racing should be frowned upon or discriminated against because there's been hard races in the past that people have commended for their racing style yeah definitely like look at Schumacher if like you watch that documentary there is literally he got didn't he like disqualified from the championship for one year like because he does like he purposely crashed someone <laughs> off the launch, like so he didn't lose he, I'm like he had a full fight with someone at Spa didn't he <laughs> Like, I respect the guy. He is one of the best drivers in the world. But, like, also at the same time, like, you're allowed to want to be a hard racer. You're allowed to want to win. Like, it's not – I don't understand why people look at it like it's such a bad thing. They wouldn't be where they um, were if they weren't like that anyway. I mean, look at look at um 2016. Look at the fight between Nico and um, Lewis. Like, that was hard racing. Like, it's – That was mind games. It was, and I think that Lewis and his radio messages when he comes out and says, oh, that was dangerous racing, and he said it a few times now that I've heard, um, I just don't think he's used to being matched um, in racing, and I don't think he's used to racing next to anyone. For sure. When you've spent eight years at the front dominating and not racing anyone but your teammate, and in Bodas's case, love Bottas but Bottas move aside team waters like you're not racing anyone for how many years like of course it's going to be a shock to the system when someone's like nah I'm taking yeah. that yeah oh it's just it's so interesting and I'm really interested to see what's going to happen this year and I'm glad that Lewis decided to come back and didn't retire because um I would love to see a two or a three or even a four-way fight for the championship this year yeah I think it's going to be that way Ferrari and bring in the goods so it'll be interesting it's going to be an interesting season to play out <laughs> I don't know right. how long we've been talking um, for I needed this bit of time <laughs> how long have we been talking for Jesus we've just been having fun just talking Jesus fun times but um yeah it's I'm really excited for the season I'm really excited to see where it happens I'm excited to see if any of the teams can fix their porpoising issues that they've been having in um in testing um and yeah. if McLaren can get that brake line issue fixed it's gonna be it's gonna be and if Mercedes have a winner with their uh 
lack of side pods. <laughs> and if Aston Martin, oh, <laughs> if Aston Martin can like come back to where they were, they were like definitely good mid-pack last year. This year they're back on at the moment. So fingers yeah, crossed. We're not talking about Bahrain quality. <laughs> That's enough emotional um, damage for today. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Um, I'm still heartbroken, but uh, we haven't had the race yet, and we still got 23 races to go. Yeah, it's gonna be a long season. And we hope that you come along. We hope that you come along for the ride with us on this season. We plan on doing a podcast for every week or every race. Um, we'll see how we go with our hectic lives. But if you like it, so please follow along and give us five stars. <laughs> Uh, we're all about those five star reviews. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm an Uber driver. <laughs> but we're really excited to see how the next 23 races pan out and hopefully going to bring you 23 brilliant episodes of podcast listening. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us on our first episode. I hope you learned a lot. <laughs> about Formula <laughs> One and learnt that we know fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs>